Welcome everybody to Rapture Prep Podcast. So it's Reverend Paul Cross here and I have my son with me. Hey, what's up? Hey, Skywalker again. Yep. So we're um, doing back-to-back episodes here. And so this week, you know, we want to talk about prepping and faith, of course. And want to start off with um, prepping for emergencies and using faith. So a lot of people don't think that these two things go together, right? So <laughs> I know that um I know that the people right now in Mississippi, there was some major flooding. They already had problems with their water. They haven't really had water in a month. And so now they're um, going on a second month of not having any water. And the water's not even suitable for fires or flushing toilets or anything. So it's just basically raw sewage or unusable water, you know, that's in the taps. So, um, you know, these people that didn't prep in Mississippi, maybe they didn't have time, maybe they didn't have money. I don't know why they didn't prep, but, you know, with them not having water, right? Like, how are they, how are they living their lives? I know that the the city is like dropping off water to them, but um, if they, I wonder if they're blaming God right now for what they're going through. What do you think? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, God's definitely not to blame, but I can't put it against anybody that it's not happening. Like when it comes to people going through a very rough time, especially non-believers as a whole, like they are definitely uh, caught up in the mix with that when it comes to just being thrown under like the bridge, (laughs) Um, them not being, spiritually ready to like accept the fact that uh whatever's happening to them is happening for a reason and god has pretty much like nothing he can do for them i mean they're in this situation because of the fact that all their pipes are super bad and the city's ignored it for decades but yeah, I mean it's a, it's an ongoing problem that um they should have prepped for, but you know it comes a point in time where you know how much water can you prep if you're living in the city? So, you know, now if you're living in an apartment complex or you know duplex house whatever, right, you have different levels of water that you can store. So in this, these levels of water that you can store, right? Like, let's say living in an apartment complex. I mean, the only thing you're able to do is bring in, what, a few extra cases of water or something? I mean, where, where would they put it, you know? I mean, I can, I can kind of understand that, but I lived in an apartment complex a little over a month ago, and I was bringing in five-gallon jugs that's something that you could easily stack up on. 
Right. So, you know, but the average person, maybe they don't have the money, um, but you can find the money. You know, if yeah. you, if you knew that that it was coming around the bend, right, you would find the money. It it would happen, Quick. right? Quick. And so, yeah, you would you would go without eating or doing whatever, right? But the problem <laughs> is, these people they didn't um, prep for it. They didn't think it was going to happen. Like right now, I can just fully admit, I am I am not prepped for a grid down situation in Texas. And what that means is the power grid, right? Going right, bad, right. getting shut off, um, terrorist attack, whatever. Um, without electricity, I have like 60 pounds of beef, a lot of vegetables, stuff like that. Th that's going to go bad very quickly. Um, I, I could have canned it. I could have done different things with it, but I didn't. And so um, if that happens, I'm to blame because I know better. And um, but I'm fixing to remedy that pretty soon um, with either a generator or canning some of that stuff. But you need to like I'm thinking about the water situation. Right. So I have right now about 10 cases of water. So how you know, you knowing me. Right. How long do you think that water would last me? Ooh, three weeks. Okay, that's a really good, um, accurate um, guess. And so, <laughs> I, you know, the doctor says eight, eight glasses of water a day, right? Um, right. Wow, I double that easily. Um, especially if I'm making any other thing that has water, like coffee or something like that, I'm using that as well. So um, in a case of water... I probably use about eight of those a day. Um, so that's three days for a case of water for me. All right. right. Now, um, that's in, well, yeah, so that's three days for a case of water. So multiply that times nine. Um, yeah, so we're, we're looking at, let's see. About a month. Yeah, it, it's, it's close to that. So 28 days, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, it's about a month. And so I'm not even factoring in that during that one month time period, I'm going to take a shower. Right. I'm going to need to flush the toilet. Okay. Um, so, yeah, well, you have to because, you know, you, you're going to have problems after about day three. Well, um, you get you a bucket and you fill well, it with sure. your sand. <laughs> yeah, there's some options there, right? Um, but definitely you want to be taking a shower. So if you're just like locked in your house or whatever, let's say this is winter, you don't have water, can't get out, icy roads, whatever, like what happened in Texas a couple of years ago. Right. Um, man, you're, uh, wow, this is a huge problem. So that water that was going to last me almost a month, now it might only last me a couple of weeks because I need to take a right. shower for my hygiene or for medical purposes, just whatever, right? See, um, I'll take I'll take the gander on, uh, and not everybody can do this, but I would definitely just go out there and start connect collecting snow. Right. Collect, well, that's it. That's if snow, it was, if it was winter, it. right? Well, there's so, no. Yeah, that's if it was winter, and and we had gas or electricity. Well, now if a situation like Mississippi happened, right? 
they can't use the tap water. It's yeah, the, I it's heard the that they can't even boil it. No, no. So, you know, the extreme measures, they could try to filter it and purify it and boil it. But at that point, it's basically raw sewage. So I don't even know if that's safe or not. I, I, I wouldn't do it. So Right. And um, anybody that's using a live straw is still, like, reaping horrible no. repercussions yeah. from it. That's, if anybody that's has not a, live, a live straw, they need to just throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, knowing that in Texas, we really don't deal with that situation. Like, we, you know, we don't have a problem with that. You know, thank God. But... You need to think about the situation you're in locally, city by city. And, you know, like in Texas, we have tornadoes, we have thunderstorms, we have uh, hail, different things, right? Um, but normally we would not have to worry about flooding or other situations. But um, your situation, maybe if you live in California, you have droughts, mudslides, fire tornadoes, um, earthquakes. You know, there's every place has different things you need to prepare for. So I was looking at my water stock today thinking, man, I might have like three weeks, you know, <laughs> and and that's scary um, because um, that's nothing, you know, because um, they're going through it for two months. So if I went through that for two months, I would be dying of a thirst, literally. <laughs> like if I couldn't leave the house, you know? Um, yeah. So water is the most important prep, period. So figure out what you need to do. If it's collecting rainwater, um, work on that right now. Let's all look at Mississippi and just learn from that Titanic situation. Um, well, even collecting rainwater is an issue these days because of how many... Uh heavy toxic metals are in our air um when it comes to like nickel and aluminum i, I believe even mercury's in it so even boiling that rainwater out isn't like reducing those those metals well and see there's a lot of um government people and things that want to try to get you to not use rainwater but that's what's use going into the ground you know that's what's replenishing everything and growing plants so it's in everything so right. when when the government and other places want to tell you oh don't drink you know these these forever chemicals of what they're calling it don't drink it you're going to die you know um you need to filter out your water so always have a way to filter your water whether it's through charcoal t-shirts i mean just whatever you whatever way you can filter it but then purifying it as well with bleach boiling it maybe both depending on your situation so just because it you know because it's coming off your roof this rainwater and other things so you want to be careful with that but Absolutely. Um, um you know looking at that that's just that's just a serious thing right there um <laughs> It couldn't go without being talked about. We've got to prep for your situation, where you live, and um, you need to sacrifice right now. And later on, you'll reap the benefits. Now, if you have a lot, use it. First in, first out. Like working at a restaurant, right? FIFO. 
So um, rotate your stock. That's how being a prepper works. If you buy a whole bunch of food, start looking at expiration dates, start eating it, start using it, start replacing it. And before you know it, you're a prepper and you're you're rotating your stock and basically you turn kind of like into a small grocery store, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if nobody buys the stuff in the grocery store, it's all going to expire. So and the best way to keep track, honestly, is buying a calendar, in my opinion, and writing down the things that you do have. Yep. Taking an inventory is very important and uh, in what you need and what you have. You may realize you have a lot more stuff than you thought you did for making different kinds of meals and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, inventory is very important. And, you know, using a system for expiration dates, you know, with the calendar, that's 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 awesome. Um, so I really, I wanted to get into um, prepping, you know, uh, with faith. It, you know, is it fear to prep? Or is it having faith to prep? What, I think what, it's a. I think right it's now? careful planning. Honestly, it's not. It's. I don't believe that it's a fearful thing to be prepping. I think it's more of along the lines of uh, making sure that you're you're reaping what you sow. So, like, if you're sowing seeds into people with through faith, and and you're you're planting these seeds and they're growing you're seeing it happen but it's spiritual it's more of a physical sense whenever you are going out to go and acquire groceries and acquire goods that are gonna sit on the shelf for a long time have a long shelf life you have stuff to fall back on it's not necessarily prepping out of fear because of the fact that you're just so terrified of what's going to happen or when it will I love that people can put so much faith into the Lord. It's great to see it whenever people are like, God will take care of me. He always has, always will. And for the people that do have that amount of faith, the Lord will provide. He always will. But it's, does, it doesn't mean that you absolutely have to put it onto God when you can go out and do it yourself as well, in my opinion. And yeah. Yeah, because these people right now in Mississippi, they're not relying on God. They're relying on the government to bring them bottled water. They're relying Mm -hmm. on other people throughout the nation. And, you know, God is using those people, sure. But some of those people are in pure desperation and maybe dying because they don't have the proper water, right? And, you know, if if they would have prepped, they could have uh, avoided a lot of that um, heartache and pain. And people get desperate when it comes to preserving their lives. They'll they'll take a life to preserve their own. So, you know, this this isn't a joke. Um, We've talked about in past podcasts that you need to have uh, a, a weapon, you know, several and preferably guns to protect you and your family. From, that's from people trying to steal what you have or hurt your family. I mean, you wanna you wanna be prepped. Um, the Bible says, "Thou shalt not kill." Right, is one of the commandments. But actually, that's actually, "Thou shalt not murder." So protect right. yourself. You know, don't murder someone to get their stuff. That's not God's plan. Um, you know, you two know, commandments. 
Yeah, and so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it being faith or fear, you know, um, people that say, oh, God's going to provide. God, you know, just trust in God. Well, I got a scripture for you. It's Proverbs 30, 25. And it says, ants are creatures of little strength, yet they store up food in the summer. Okay, so Proverbs is a book of wisdom. And it says that we should be like the ant. Okay, they store up their food in the summer, right, for other seasons. So um, we should be storing up things, right? as the ant Absolutely. does so um whatever it is whatever you can prep for right if it's just learning a skill right to where you can help someone else out that's prepping that's helping to take care of someone that's that's being an awesome person and um that's what we're required to do as christians so god's provisions right what does that look like because sometimes god tells has told people in the bible like elijah i've heard this story you know um go out into the wilderness and you know i'm gonna send the birds to like you know drop worms to you have you heard that in the bible yeah right so and then elijah went to this poor widow who just had a little bit and god just multiplied it right they were in a, a severe famine and i think the water was poisoned um so, you know, there was there was a, a famine there, and God did a supernatural miracle, but there was a man of God involved in faith, right? So God's provision, faith though. Many, faith of many, very right. many, especially in such a enclosed area at the time, whenever it comes to speaking on such historical text, there is not so many nations so many nations so intermingled with one another as well like with the internet we can reach across the world and know what's going on so the devil wasn't always in the details so when you have so much faith in that in that one room there's able there's miracles happening of course but I just, right i just want to add that in <laughs> no and so you know we uh we have to use god's provision and god's guidance right so God uh, guided the people in the, the wilderness by uh, light, right, at, at nighttime, and um, a cloud of, a pillar, a pillar of, uh, well, the cloud by the day, right, and a pillar of fire by night. And so, but he gave them manna to eat every day. All right, he, yeah. he provided that for, that was his guidance, right? But manna's not going to be falling from heaven, anymore okay if it does that is a supernatural miracle okay um i haven't seen that before but to avoid trying to you know blame god later right um we need to be prepping because this god right now if you're hearing this if you're under the sound of my voice god is telling you you need to prep you need to prep water prep food um get ready for an emergency whether it's a one day thing 24 hour thing or a two month thing right so um but god's provision like what is he what is he providing how is he providing it so right now he's providing it through jobs okay 
He yeah. tells you if you don't work, you don't eat. Okay, that's that's biblical. So you need yeah. to have a job and have a paycheck and use that money for food and things like that. Yeah, what were we gonna say? When it comes to like your money coming in, it is God's money. So saying that like the Lord will provide whenever oh, you're right. uh, hypothetically putting it into that standpoint. The Lord's providing every single time you get a check, every time <clears throat> your birthday rolls around and grandma gives you that $10 bill, the <laughs> Lord a... is providing. You're yeah. able to go get those those three cases of water with that $10. You're able to go and get some packaged meat, some some canned food. There's no, there's no uh, issue when it comes to using God's money for what God needs, needs in his plan. It's just yeah. uh, about meeting it and making a sacrifice when it comes to worldly uh, and flesh-like um, things. <laughs> right, desires, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, the Bible says, don't worry, okay? We're commanded not to worry, all right? So, because worry leads to fear, Right. Exactly. Right. Okay. So if you're worried about something, how do you get that worry to go away? Like, okay, if you're worried about paying the bills on time, right? How do you get that, that fear or when you're worried about it, how do you get that to go away using God's provision that we've been talking about? Most of the time is most of the time it's just praying through it. And, um, well, using I, God's provision, like we've been talking about, which is a job, right. you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, um, with, with paying a bill or having something provided that your family needs, you were supposed to be getting that through our jobs. Okay. So if you don't have a job disability, you're the government's helping you out. God's provided that way. Right. Now, um, a lot of people say, don't worry. Okay, well, worry is, is an anxiety that's gone wrong. Like you've gotten anxious about something, and instead of praying about it or taking care of it, you've decided to worry about it now. So you've gone into being fearful, right? Exactly. So the, Bi the Bible says this in Matthew 6, 25. It says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? It says, look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. They don't prep, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? So which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? That means be any taller it's you know so it's kind of it's kind of a joke you know um so people will quote this scripture a lot right it says right here well the bible says don't worry about your life what you're going to eat or drink so just trust god okay so that is true we're not supposed to worry but we're supposed to plan right we have that wisdom from proverbs be like the ant okay so if let me ask you this if you have six months worth of water stocked up in your house and you're right now, you're in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. Are you going to be worried? No. 
Okay, now why why aren't you going to be worried? Because you, <laughs> the <laughs> the water crisis is fine. You right, get out you, to some dry area. You're well, in your to... house, right? The the water area is fine because you have six months worth of water stored up, right? Right. You're in month two, so you know you got another four months. So they're they're saying oh, it's going to be fixed probably in a month. So you're like, I can sit here another three months. I'm good, right? Right. So you're not going to be worried, okay? So there's one way to cure our anxieties and fears, right? Which is to plan ahead and put that plan into action. So if we're stocked up on water, stocked up on food, we're not going to worry about what we're going to eat or drink, right? Right. Okay. So that is the that's the 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 remedy to worry. All right. Now, uh, and then it says in verse 26, the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap, right? Uh, but your heavenly father feeds them. Okay, well, that's God's provision for the birds because they don't have jobs. They're not cashiers and tellers of the bank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> They're not wearing little suits and, you know, feeding you money or whatever. Um, <laughs> so that's God's provision for them. God's provision for us are jobs. So now in verse 28, it says, why do you worry about clothing? Look at the lily of the fields. Um, and yet I say to you, Solomon wasn't as beautiful as this, paraphrasing. So, you know, um, it says here, oh, ye of little faith, right? And so we need to have faith in God that he's going to do what the Bible says and provide for us through jobs. But we have to get up and do something, right? Exactly. I mean, how did your family eat tonight? Oh, was it, uh, was it manna from heaven? I actually, I got a handout on the street. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to work for it. I had to get out of bed and work for it. Right. Like some and... people don't have the same luxuries or abilities as I, but the Lord provides many different ways. And even whenever it comes to like putting your money aside, for rent or for disaster as in like something going wrong your kid breaks his breaks his arm you have to pay some some health bills along the way those things are set it's that backup that fallback plan that you're able to sit on and you're not worried right and so that's you the key word yeah it says do not worry verse 31 we're gonna we're gonna uh, end this part of the scripture it says Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Okay, for after all these things the Gentiles seek. Okay, so non-believers, they're all worried about this, right? But your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. Verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Okay, and so in verse 34, it says, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Right. Today is where the trouble is. So the Bible's saying don't worry about tomorrow. Right. Right. Seek, seek God. So right now, while you're at your job making provisions, be praying, be seeking God, be trying to witness to people, be um, about your father's business, you know, but you, you've got to prep. So you've got to get ready for that. And so um, I just want to encourage everybody out there. Water is the most important prep besides, of course, having a place to to stay and food. Um, but I would just still say water is number one. Try to figure out 
a way to at least get a couple of weeks of water. Um, collecting rainwater, filling. I mean, now you got to be careful because if you collect water outside in the open, like mosquitoes will nest there and you can get West Nile and diseases and stuff like that. So um, you want to store it in containers, but look up filtering, look up purification. You can use bleach and uh, boiling, stuff like that. Um, so, There's also like reverse osmosis tanks, salt water that you can use. So water softening systems are very, very effective when it comes to treating water. It's amazing what they can do. And they're very inexpensive when it comes to like getting a, getting it all done in the long run. All that yeah. you have to do is refill the salt. So Yeah, and that's there's there's different things to look into. So you have time to prepare now. You don't have time to prepare later. You have time to sit there and think and worry. So <laughs> see you're gonna worry if you don't prep. Okay. If you prep, you're not going to worry, but you're going to worry if you don't prep. You see what I'm saying? So what is the the solution here to not worrying? Prep. Prepping, plan. that's it. It's yeah, make, make getting, a plan. Just like whenever it comes to setting that money aside to make sure your rent is paid for next month, you have a whole nother month. You can put some money aside to get them ramen. Yeah, or and, some water. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, that provision, right? People are like, you don't understand my bills. I don't have enough. Okay, look, you have $5. That money that you spend at the the convenience store and you're paying double what you should for a bag of chips, double what you should for a Coke, you're buying cigarettes, all these other habits, stuff you don't need, alcohol, right? All that money can be going on prepping. You should never go inside of a convenience store and make a corporation rich, right? You should be doing all of your shopping at the grocery store. You should be planning out your weekly and monthly meals and stuff at home. You should never have to stop or need to stop anywhere except for your job, going back home, you know, um, you, sh you should always be prepared and having your stuff at 25% of the cost at what you're paying at a convenience store. So that's one way right there. You can save money and um, you can go and buy it. Like he, like he said, some, some ramen, some, some vegetables, um, just different things, but just buy two of certain products instead of just getting one. Um, and eventually you'll have some stuff cause you have time to prepare now but think about your situation and what emergencies go on in your area. I mean, ask some, ask some police officers um, in your area or something. Hey, what, you know, I'm not sure I just moved here. You know, what, what should I do? So, um, so God's provision, that's really important. That's what we wanted to talk today about. And, you know, it takes faith to do these things. Okay, so you have to have faith that um, that you're being a good steward. How, do, how does faith come into prepping? What do you think? I think that it's the, the faith that you will be okay. Okay, that's good. That's, that's really it. 
<laughs> that's it. That uh, is good. And that, you know, that leads us into the the last segment here, which is, you know, no matter what this life throws at you, you know, you can make it through most disasters if you're prepared, right? Right. But you're going to be desperately seeking help if you're not prepared, right? And you're probably going to die. If you're not prepared and you're in the middle of a drought, famine, hurricane, tornado, whatever, and you're in the middle of a tornado and you don't have shelter and the tornado's coming from you, are coming for you, like, you know, you're you're done. So, yeah, um, especially if it's coming from you. Yeah, that's a a problem. (laughs) So, um, you know, we got to make sure that we're prepared. Otherwise, we're going to be desperate. And so so in the natural, those are some things that you need to really look out for. They're important. But until an event comes that you need to be prepared in the natural, you need to be prepared spiritually. Okay, and so that's where faith comes in to where, you know, no matter what happens, you're going to make it because the Bible says no weapon formed against you will prosper. Okay, so um, any kind of plan the enemy has to kill you won't prosper because if you're a Christian, you die and you go to heaven. So you get a promotion, right? Your your struggles are over. Uh, Your bills are paid. Um, If you're overweight, you don't have that problem no more. You're good, right? So, um, (laughs) you've lost all that weight. Um, but if you're a non-believer, right, then there's a huge problem. You're not prepared. You're not spiritually prepared. And Jesus, he loves you so much that he came and died on a cross for you. He was innocent and he shed his blood. He was whipped, beaten, persecuted, and murdered on a cross for you. And he declared it is finished whenever he died, whenever he gave up his life. And so he paid the price for your sin. So if you accept him as Lord and Savior, you can be born again. You know, I'm not, I'm sure this probably isn't the first time you've heard this, you know, that salvation, it's a free gift. You just have to believe, you have to have faith. Well, having faith in something means trusting. If you have faith, then you're sure that, you know, whatever you have faith in is going to last you. It's going to work. Um, right. You know, when, whenever you have five minutes to get to work and you get in your car and turn the key, you have faith that that's going to get you there to work on time, right? So, but with Jesus, right, it's a for sure thing. You have to have that faith to say, okay. I know I'm a sinner and I need to be forgiven and I need your help. And I believe that you're the son of God and that you died on the cross for me. And whenever you pray that prayer and you accept him, you're going to see that your faith turns into a reality. You don't need faith after that because he becomes real to you and is going to be real every day for the rest of your life after that. So... I just want to encourage you, if you've never prayed that prayer to make him Lord of your life, then, you know, now is the time to consider that because you're listening to this for a reason. And if you're a Christian, you know, someone who needs the Lord, right? Give this to them, forward this to them, 
right? Send them this link. Bring them to the podcast. Let them hear what the Lord has done for them. Did you have something you want to add to this? The Lord's trying to reach everybody, and the devil doesn't have much time. That's why so much chaos is going on in the world. There's no reason for you to just brush it off like nothing's happening. That's why we're telling you about prepping. The Lord's trying to get through to everybody he can and use you to get through to other people. There's no reason to falter. There's no there's no reason to back out. This is 100% in or out. Like it says in the Bible that no slave can serve two masters. No servant can serve two masters. So you can't be, you can't have duality. There is no in the flesh and in the spirit. There's only in the spirit and only in the flesh. So if you're, if you're into this world, you're not willing to make sacrifice, willing to plan, willing to live by faith. You're going to give in to the world and you're not going to be ready for what hits you. And that's what we're trying to get you ready for is for whenever the Lord is going to go through what his plan is. He wants, he wants his believers to be ready. And just like with the ants earlier there, he's stocking up over the seasons, getting ready for what's to come. Because even, even after the scripture, there have been multiple times where people have just stocked up and were ready and had a drought, had a famine, and were fine, perfectly taken care of by the Lord. Just him allowing <laughs> the crops to grow in the first place made it to where they were able to stock up on it. So we we want you to grow with us spiritually and physically. And <clears throat> we can't have anybody that's spiritually dead. No. And, you know, the Bible says, this is called Rapture Prep Podcast. Jesus is coming back. This isn't a joke. So when he comes back this time, he's going to be coming back for war to... Uh, get rid of all his enemies and it's it's going to be a lake of eternal fire and this is going to be for people that reject god right those people that hate god and just want to do their own thing and uh, want to be evil and want to embrace evil so we know that that is not you because you're hearing this this is this is convicting you you know that now is the time for salvation the Bible says, choose this day whom you will serve. We declare we will serve the Lord. So go ahead and lead them in a prayer of salvation. If you want, I need you to pray this prayer with me. Um, Definitely. Just bow your head. Give it all you got. Pray like you're talking to your best friend because this is your father. He loves you with all that is in him and of him. He made you, counted all the hairs on your head before he sent you down. There's no plan against you that will ever prosper. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And he's made sure of it. He's willing to look out over you. He's willing to hold your hand the entire journey. But there's no sprinting. It's only going to be a long walk and a lot of beautiful views along the way. 
Mm-hmm. So if you're ready to take this in, then we can go ahead and begin. Yeah, and I'll just pray. Um, I'll pray with you, but go ahead and lead the prayer. Okay. Father. Father. I come to you. I come to you. A sinner. A sinner. And I want nothing of it. And I want nothing of it. I want to be with you. I want to be with you. I take you as my savior. I take you as my savior. I believe you you. died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I know you love me. I know you love me. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't do. And I want you to step into my heart. And I want you to step into my heart. And make me whole. And make me whole. I need you. I need you. I want you. I want you. And I repent of my sins. And I repent of my sins. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So if you have accepted the Lord Jesus as your Savior, then you are born again. And you've repented of your sins, and um, welcome to the family of God. So if you have Amen. questions, um, just go ahead and email me at rapturepreppodcast at hotmail or uh, breaking the devil's contract at hotmail.com. And you can refer, uh, request a book from me. I want to make sure that you um, are learning the word of God. And having something that will help disciple you. But get in the Word of God. You know, read uh, the New Testament. It's amazing. Um, You will learn so much about the Lord and get into a good church, get baptized, and um, seek the Lord. And everybody, it was awesome having you come to the podcast today. Forward this to everybody you know, people that need to get saved, people that need to get prepped up. Um, The Lord is coming soon, and they need to be prepared spiritually and in the natural. So we love you, and we will see you next time on Rapture Prep Podcast.